Yevamas Perk Yud Dalad Mishnah Dalad 14.4. This is the last of the Perk. It's a long Mishnah. It's almost as if there are multiple Mishnahs squished together here. Um, it's not especially difficult, but I think it's too difficult to keep track of things um, if you're jogging or driving your car or something. So this one you need to just sit down with a piece of paper, draw a few simple diagrams, and you can follow when it's really not that difficult, um, but just requires a bit uh, more you know, attention to detail than usual. So um, first, just the structure of this Mishnah. The Mishnah is going to go through every possible permutation of two brothers marrying two women. The whole family tree is just these two brothers. That's very important for the Mishnah. Um, but then we're going to see all the possibilities of, of one or both of the brothers or wives being Cheroshot um, or Cheresh, and um, and then what to do about Yibum. So the first, you, there's two halves. The first half has three cases, um, which has a part A and part B, depending on which brother dies. And the second half has three other cases. So the first half, those first three cases are the three possible permutations where these two guys, Reuben and Shimon, marry these two women who are sisters. And then the second half of the mission will be they marry these two women who are unrelated. So the first half of the mission, those three cases, you have two brothers marrying two sisters. Um, that'll be the kind of 1A, 1B, 1C. And then again, um, you'll have the exact same cases, 2A, 2B, 2C, which is the exact same, I'll call it diagram, same setup, except the two women are not sisters. Okay? So um, just the principles at work here to keep them in mind is, first of all, if, um, okay, in all the cases we have here, we're going to have two brothers, we'll call them Reuven and Shimon. They're going to marry two women, we'll call them um, Rachel and Leah. Reuven marries Rachel, Shimon marries Leah. Fine. In all the cases, in all six cases, every case of the Mishnah, Shimon, his marriage will be a rabbinic marriage, because either he and or his wife will be the Cheresh, or Cheshet, um, and Reuven... Um, and all the scenarios will be having a Doraisa marriage because he and his wife, Rachel, will both be uh, Pikhim. They'll be regular, healthy people. Now, for the first three cases where the women, Rachel and Leah, are sisters, you have to keep in mind that if Reuven's already married to Rachel and Leah falls to him in what would be a Zika, Yibam situation, since he's already married to her sister, there is no Zika because of the Isra of Achos Isha. Leah is... Rachel's sister, and therefore there's no way of doing Yibam or Chalitza, so she's free to go. That's the first principle. The second principle you have to remember is that a person can't be married to two sisters at the same time. Um, more than that, a person can't be married to a sister um, who's uh, to a woman if he'd previously been married to her sister. That means that not only is marrying two sisters forbidden, but also marrying one's divorce. Uh, Marrying Achos Krushaso, one's divorced wife's sister, is also forbidden. And similarly, rabbinically, even Achos Chalutzaso, the woman who he gave Chalitza to, so long as she's alive, he can't marry her sister. And even, and this is the biggest Chiddush of all, Achos Zakukaso. We say that if a Zika exists, then it needs to be resolved through Yibmor Chalitza. So it's as if they're sort of like half married, if you will. And it, rem- it becomes prohibited rabbinically, for a person to stay to even stay married to the sister of his zakuka so. So if a scenario falls where a person is um, has a zika to one woman and there's he's already like married rabbinically to her sister, so he'll be forced to divorce the sister because the sister now is a chos zakuka so. Okay, and that will come up a couple times in the Mishnah. Also remember that a cheresh and or a chereshet is totally unable to do chalitza. Right, we said that 
the basis we've seen this a couple, a couple times already since the psukim require them to say certain words certain in the, in the chalitza process although but the evidence if they fail to say those words um the chalitza would be kosher a valid chalitza but if they're incapable of speaking as a deaf mute then they'd be exempt altogether and unable to perform chalitza and their chalitza is, is is possible even but the so no chalitza by a cheresh or chereshet and finally um while a cheresh can give a get, um, at least rabbinically, to dissolve a marriage that he started, meaning if he entered a marriage with a kedushin which is rabbinic as a cheresh, because he lacks sufficient das through a kedushin, but he has enough capacity to enter the marriage through like a rabbinic kedushin, he can also exit the marriage with a rabbinically empowered get. That's the cheresh. Um, uh, but a cheresh cannot give a get if he's got a Doraisa marriage on his hand. So let's say, for example, if a person started out being married with Doraisa, he can't give a get now, and he becomes a cherish, he can't give a get to dissolve that marriage. Um, and similarly, and this comes up in our Mishnah a couple of times, if he ends up being married to a woman through Yibum, and he's a cherish, there's no way for him to dissolve that marriage because he can't give a get that would uh, Doraisa get to dissolve it. Okay? On the flip side, a Chereshet can receive a get. Okay? Um, even from a Doraisa marriage. So with all those principles here, here we're going to have all the cases. Um, I'll start with 1A. In every case, if the two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, in every case, Shimon will have a rabbinic marriage, because either he or and his wife is a cheresh. Um, Reuven will have a Doraisa marriage, because um, he and his wife, Rachel, are both pikchim. So, here we go. Shnei Achim. You have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon. Echad cheresh ve'echad pikeach. One of whom is a cheresh. That's going to be Shimon throughout our Mishnah here. Ve'echad pikeach, and the other one, we'll call him Reuven, is a regular man. Nesum l'shtei achayos. They're married to two women who are sisters, and that will be the setup for the first half of the Mishnah, all three cases in the first, like 1A, 1B, 1C. They're two sisters, Rachel and Leah. In our first case here in 1A, they're both pikchos. They both are perfectly fine women, which means Rachel and Leah are pikchos. They're married to Reuven and Shimon. Reuven is a pikeach, so Reuven and Rachel have a regular Doraisa marriage. Shimon is a cherish, which means Shimon has a Durabana marriage with Leah. Because she is a pikachat, but he is a cherish. And again, repeating myself, Shimon will have a Durabana marriage in all the cases of our Mishnah. So, Mes cherish. If the cherish, meaning if Shimon dies, so he had a marriage to Leah, she's a pikachat. She's falling to Reuven, who is a pikeach. But remember, Rachel and Leah are both sisters. And that being the case, um, that being the case, there's no issue of a zika, because he's married to her sister. So the Mishnah says, if Meis Cheresh Bal Pikachat, if Shimon the Cheresh who's married to Leah the Pikachat dies, Ma Yaase Pikeach Bal Pikachat, what should the Pikeach Reuven who's married to the Pikachat Rachel do? He needs to do nothing. Teitze Mishum Achos Isha, Leah's free to go because of the prohibition of Reuven being married to two sisters, so she's free to go, no Zika at all. On the flip side, if Mace Pikeach Bal Pikachat, if Reuven the Pikeach dies, he was married to Rachel the Pikachat, it means now Rachel the Pikachat would be falling to Shimon for Yibum. And since Reuven and Rachel had a Doraisa marriage, so Rachel now is falling to Shimon for a Doraisa Yibum. Now, while he is, so the Mishnah says, Ma yase cheresh bal pikachat. What should Reuven, so, excuse me, what should Shimon the cheresh, who's married to Leah the pikachat, do? Now remember, Shimon cannot stay, what does it do? So the Mishnah says, Motzi ishto baget. Step one, Shimon is forced to divorce his wife Leah with a get. Why? 
because now there's a zika between Rachel and Shimon. That zika is a zika doraisa because Rachel was married to Reuven on a doraisa level. So now that means that there's a zika doraisa, which means that Leah is achos zukuka so. Leah is the sister of Shimon's zukuka, and you cannot be married to your zukuka's sister. Therefore, Le- Ra- Shimon is forced to give a get to Leah. So he is motzi ishto get. Shimon gives a get to Leah. Again, that get is just a doraisa. Excuse me, just a durabanan get because he's a cherish, but he only married her as a cherish, so that's going to be sufficient. As for the Zika now, between Shimon and Rachel, so there's a big problem here. He can't do Yibum because he was previously married to her sister. So that's Isra Durabanan. He can't do Chalitza because he's a Cheresh, and a Cheresh can't do Chalitza. And therefore, Ve'eshes Achiv, the wife of his brother, meaning Rachel, the wife of his late brother Reuven, Asur Olam, she's stuck, she can't marry anybody. She has a Zika that will not be resolved. And with Shimon, she can't marry anybody. Um, if they had had a third brother, Levi, of course she could do Yib Merchalitz with him instead, but that's not the case in any of the Mishnahis here. So she can't marry anybody until Shimon dies. If Shimon dies, of course, now the Zika is dissolved, and therefore she can marry whomever she wants. So Olam means until Shimon dies. Until then, poor Rachel is stuck.